From the A-Town. We got Bank here right here, Southwest Atlanta, too strong. Right!
You know this intro. Gasoline Dreams by Outcast from Stankonia, which means one thing, you're on for the record. Before we start today, I want to quickly acknowledge right now we are broadcasting from the heart of Indigenous resistance in so-called Australia on the stolen Gadigal land of the Eora Nation and on that, for the record, pays its respects to Elders past and present and extends that respect to any First Nations person listening in right now. Sovereignty was never ceded, always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Groundbreaking on so many levels, Outcast Stankonia is truly one of the absolute quintessential pieces when you're trying to put together the best of the best of hip-hop of the last 20 years. And I would also say just generally all time, I think this has got to be in and around the conversation for that kind of mantle. It's truly, truly one of the most flawless listening experiences, and I'm so glad we get to talk about it today. In case you missed it, you're on For The Record. My name's Maya Billick, and I'm joined by Dan Gordon. Stay with us over the next hour. We are going to be revisiting this album from top to bottom, and we want to hear what you think, any favourite memories you might have, or any... Uh, any of your favourite tracks, anything you want to share, the text line's always open on 0409 945 945. And I think you're absolutely right, Dan. This is perhaps in the Outcast discography, the the most important record they would have ever made. Yeah, I think, like, you know, obviously with a discography like theirs, it's really hard to pick and choose between all their records. And I think, like, while this isn't necessarily my favourite Outcast album... I definitely feel like it's the most important and probably the one that holds the most weight when you talk about Outkast as a group. Yeah, it's a complete anomaly in this sense and to be able to understand this record, you have to understand the records before it. At this point in their career, Outkast didn't really have to prove anything to anyone anymore. When they first burst out onto the scene, um, hip-hop at this point was very much an East versus West game and they completely shifted and throughout their whole career have been absolute pioneers of hip-hop out for the South. There were a couple Atlanta rappers busting up on the scene, like Pimp C, but no one who really stuck their claim for Atlanta or for the South as much as Outkast did. And very controversially at the Source Awards in 1995, which burst and, and spawned a very controversial nomination and their subsequent win was quite a big controversy. I think you can see the video and you can see Snoop Dogg um, retorting in uproar and boos. And they were booed by a crowd, but it ended up birthing that very infamous line, the South has something to say. And that's what this record, I think, is about. And all of their records, really. They'd taken the time to continuously put out music and put out records that were so entirely about Atlanta and deep-rooted in Southern references, in Southern storytelling, Southern music. Mm. And then you have Stanconia, which shape-shifted everything again. They did, again, they didn't have to prove anything, and yet they still changed the game for a fourth time. Yeah, and I think them already being so um, accepted and acclaimed, celebrated throughout the music industry, really birth this album i don't think that they could have made an album like this at any other point in their career because it's so oh like crazy to think about how they've how they've how far they've come as a group um and stankonia is both a place figuratively and really it's the studio that they recorded it in <laughs> which i think is such a such a nice you know 360 for the band yeah now this whole record i think the best way to describe it is very much a dichotomy, as you would describe Outcast, right? There's mm. the difference differences between Big Boy, um, who is a politically conscious quote unquote pimp and outcast outcast, and Andre three thousand, who's this spiritually driven gangster, so he so he calls himself at that time. This record is also indebted to that whole dichotomy. You have uh, tracks in here that are talking about new things for the first time from Mrs. Jackson to Call Before I Come, whole different layers by by male rappers, totally new levels of storytelling and uh, themes and topics that weren't yet really discussed or, or rhymed about, right? And they're doing that. And you have a song like um, Toilet Tisha that discusses teenage pregnancy and then on the other end a song called We Love These Hoes, which is not exactly the nicest thing to be calling a woman, but that's what this album is throughout, a, a dichotomy, and that's what Stankonia is. Yeah, 
and I also think that like all the all the praise kind of sometimes gets lapped onto Andre, and you know, you know, rightfully so. In a way, he is. I feel like the most um, or one of the most significant artists in hip hop generally. But I I don't think that Outkast survives without Big Boy. And I think that their ebb and flow together really creates the dynamic that is outcast. Like it's, I think I don't know. I just want to put a little bit more, a little bit more here. praise onto Big Boy because I feel like he's always not always, but like kind of inherently left out of the conversation. But I think that you don't have Andre Three Thousand's brilliance without, um, you know, the the uh, gritty work that Big Boy does. Yeah, and again, we want to. We want to state that you can't underestimate or it cannot be understated how significant this record was at its point in time, at the turn of the century, in the year 2000, how much it changed the game and how much you can still hear it today in music. Yeah, and definitely, I think, and also the fact that this is maybe not necessarily the first, but maybe the first, like, really, like, prominent time where outcasts have kind of dipped their toes into the the political game and kind of get trying to get their thoughts across on a record which i think is really really significant in and of itself yeah and we're going to be unpacking how much went into the making of this record the sound obviously what it means today 20 years later we're celebrating 20 years of stanconia on for the record today and just exactly how Outcast have been pioneers of the game. So don't go anywhere. If you want to text in 0409 945 945 is the spot to do so. Tell us what you think of Outcast, how much you love Stankonia, or if you love uh, one of their other albums better, we'd love to hear all of your thoughts. This is the time to get your music nerd on, and we're inviting you to. On 0409 945 945, and on that, we're jumping into a little bit more. This one needs a language warning. It's uncool. It ain't cool, it's cool, I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm cool, it's me, I'm cool, 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 cool. Bitch, stay off that blow! Break! Heads up, this one has a language warning. Telling me everything that's on your nasty mind 
They say you're malnutrition and need a vitamin D and then vitamin me to that tingle in your spine. I love who you are, love who you ain't, you're so and frank. Let's hit the attic to hide out for about two weeks. With chains and no chains and whips, I do some lips to hips jerk. And double time, the boy next door's the freak. Ha ha ha. This is a language warning for you. It's cooked as. Yeah, this one right here goes out to all the babies, mamas, mamas. Mamas, mamas. <laughs> Baby mamas, mamas. Yeah, go like this. Miss Jackson Trying to fight me, she need to get a piece of American pie and take her bite out. That's my house. I disconnect the cable and turn the lights out. And let her know her grandchild is a baby and not a paycheck. Private school, daycare, shit, medical bills, I pay that. I love your mom and everything. See, I ain't the one who lay down. She wanna rip you up and start a custody war. My lawyer, stay down. She, she never got a chance to hear my side of the story. We was divided. She had fish fries and cookouts for my child's birthday. I ain't invited, despite it. I show her the utmost respect when I fall through. All you do is defend that lady when I call you. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. about it needs some knee pads it happened for a reason one can't be mad so know this know that everything's cool and yes i will be present on the first day of school and graduation Look at the way he treats me. 
you look at the way you treat me. You see your little nose ass homegirl and got your ass in up the creek, G. Without a pat on you, left to straddle and ride this thing on out. And the union girl ain't speaking no more, cause my dick all in, I'm out. I'm talking about jealousy, infidelity, envy, cheating, beating, Indian to the G, they be the same thing. But who you placing the blame on? You keep on singing that same song, let bygones be bygones, you can go and get the hell on you and your mom. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. couple of massive heavy hitters right there. That is, of course, Miss Jackson. Before that one, we heard So Fresh, So Clean, and then to start it all off, I'm Cool, the interlude to run into that. We're all, of course, we're talking about Stankonia by Outkast. Massive, massive record, and it's so, so good to hear it on the radio. It's so fun to be going through it with you, and we want to give a shout-out to Roz from Seatown, who is vibing at work. We want to hear from you, though, on 0409 945 945. Share with us any memories you might have, your favourite lines, favourite parts of the record, favourite songs, anything. If you've got a favourite Outcast-related moment, we want to hear from you. 0409 945 945 is the number. Now, we prefaced a little earlier how significant this record is, generally speaking, in hip-hop and in the Outcast discography, and it is no secret that the reason that is is very much due to the sound and the makeup of the record. Yeah, I mean, Outcast developed their sounds over their first three records, which, while none of them sounded the same, they didn't... Obviously, they all have their own distinctive characteristics. They definitely had a sound, and I think that... The most exciting thing about something like Stankonia is it sort of flips that on its head. This is the freshest they had sounded at that point, and all of these tracks, they've never kind of like delved into ideas like that before. So I think that's why, at least initially, people were just like, oh, well, it's taken aback by something like this because it was so, so new. And, and not even just for them at the time, but generally for hip-hop. Yeah, even thinking back to the growth with their flow, right, thinking how different they sounded on Southern, play- Southern Playalistic Cadillac Funky Music um, to now on Stankonia. Both of their flows have completely changed mm. and the music and, and, the, bar- and like the, um, the bars both complement each other. So the backing track is just as much a significant part of each song and meant to be there. These are like uh, audio pieces of, I don't know, gra- graffiti, but... They're all significant, like the little dog hounding sounds in Miss Jackson, for example. Everything in here is on purpose and for a purpose, and it's full of all of these crazy sounds that, again, are so consistent with being um, from Atlanta, from the South, and very much changing that idea of the classic or quote-unquote classic hip-hop sound from the East and West Coast, which both uh, Andre 3000 and Big Boy didn't really care to compete with. And I think the best thing about Outkast is how much they simultaneously took stock and took note of what everybody else was saying and then through their music just did the opposite and didn't care. Yeah, and I think that's one of the most important parts about Outkast as a group, that they didn't feel the need to follow anyone else or rely on anyone else or be part of any inherent quote-unquote scene. I think that they truly were and are, um, you know, trailblazers in the the best possible way there. So, so, so pivotal in terms of the sound of of hip-hop. And I think an album like this truly was ahead of its time. And you can tell that it it sounds fresher than it ever has, even listening to it today. If these tracks were released tomorrow, they would still sound great. It doesn't sound dated or aged at all. So I think, like, yeah, like, this coming out in 2000, 20 years ago, like, mind-blowing when you think about it, an album of this kind of quality. Yeah, I mean, we have to reiterate that at the time, 
their fans had no idea what was about to come with this record and what mm. the sound would be. Like, B.O.B., Bombs Over Baghdad, for example, the lead single, no one was prepared for the introduction of electronic guitars in hip-hop and pile that on with this very full-bodied funk sound, way more funky than anything Dr. Dre did on The Chronic, classic boom bop, boom bat production, horns, bass, synths and drums and throughout all of that at this point a lot of hip hop was very much in that same vein of um, either taking cl- making claims about how much you had in terms of wealth or being completely silly and nihilistic like an Eminem for example mm. but the types of stories that uh, Dre and Big Boy are telling on Stankonia are I, I would say unprecedented. They're the most mature hip-hop had sounded at this point. Yeah, These- definitely. And I, I also think that it, aside from being a crazy musical milestone, this album is also really, really significant in the Outcast discography for the reason alone that this kind of marks the... Beginning of the end. No, I, I, I guess so. I didn't want to be as morbid as that, but <laughs> the, it marks them kind of um, pairing off different roads and... You can see the kind of beginnings of them starting to figure out exactly where they want to go with their specific sounds, and it works perfectly on this album. And uh, I think like this is this is kind of the catalyst for something like a speaker box, the love below. Yeah, I mean, we mentioned that dichotomy earlier. This was the last time they really worked together, as in together in a studio versus on speaker box, where two people wrote two different records and just put them on an A and a B side. Um, that everything was written separately, recorded separately, and it sounded like two different projects. I think everyone has a favourite side of Speaker Box and The Love Below, but on Stankonia, they had a way of bringing the part that the other one, I don't want to say lacked, but where someone was weaker or where someone was stronger, had more interest in a certain area. Again, Big Boy being that um, political pimp and Dre being a spiritual gangster comes into play here. It's how they brought it all together as one. We're going to jump into a few more of the tracks off Stankonia here on For The Record. Again, text in 0409-945-945 and let us know what you think about Outcast. You're going to hear a few different examples of those changing uh, examples of sounds they moulded together on Stankonia. You're on FBI. Andre 3000, a.k.a. Blossom Out of Wishes, Jenkins, a.k.a. Nuki Blossom Game the third. Punk Crusader, Love Pusher, Dungeon Family, First Generation, Get a Drop of Turd, Go. Antoine Andre Patton better known as Big Boy, a.k.a. Daddy Fatsax, a.k.a. Lucius Leftwood, a.k.a. Billy Ocean, a.k.a. Francis the Savannah Chisholm Pimp, Dungeon Family, First Generation, here to keep the D&D boy, and still cooler than the polar bear's toe in. Great! Language warning. The Gantee Junction. Yes, yes, no. Elo, ski slope. Damn. Yeah, check it out. Niggas elope with ski slopes and roll like avalanches. Tootin' like it's too beautiful, and I can't just sit around and watch those snow's membranes flame. My ends is loose, and you can't stop that rain when it starts to fall. Like this Pac Man, have it to vote the Cat Man. I'm speaking about these crows, cause you know nothing about that, man. The nigga the BIG is high and fly like value jet. You thinking about the beat, and this my head is never met, nigga. Black man, white man, two man ain't no joke. Remember me and my cousin used to sit up on the boat to talk about when we get older, now we up against the rope. Yeah, they kickin' niggas dough down, cause it ain't no dope on the street. What a pound of feet, it's all a nigga like me need talking about. That's a success, nigga, you all up in that mess, but never shall you test that, never shall you quit, running up on me with that fuck shit, we'll get you the number 10, boy. While I'm drinking on yak, while I'm dipping up in that lack. The junkies around my way, y'all always smoking up on that crack. Feeling them collar parkos flat on they back. Living a life of pimps that didn't make this paper stack. Niggas don't understand the master plan. Humble your herb man. Till they start picking the dough in. Then we ready to blast them out, out. Like can't pass. We bout to crash. So may they, may train. Knock them up off their ass. Why? We struggle like fat hoes just to get things that dope. 
people got me forgot they always come to keep a plot right up the street you won't believe they deceive like we these can't break in your crib and leave and they look like two so give me me and then I'm straight as they so five see my folks can't cover three eyes we rise to the back so we attack with what we know heaven is the only good life so what you striving for So why you worth that? I'm calling you ass a flop pimp. Y'all been about this crew you want with. Bank have bounced into that dumb shit. So what more can you come with? Yeah, they can bite but cannot be us. They can come and pick up little flame but cannot see us. Y'all ought to be ashamed trying to fit in my Adidas. So run like DMC. It's me and no, don't got no heater. Well, we zipping around the corner in that golden stank and lang. And I got my heat up under my seat. These KZ just trying to take it. Pulling a pistol on another black man was never the plot. But sometimes my brothers sneak this up and try to take my spot. They come like black stallions in the night. Usually around four or five. It's when they figure the time is right when you get to sleep. I could just sleep until I see them with my own eyes. Said they come over the hill. Surprise. Language warning.
Man, it still hits as hard as it did 20 years ago. B.O.B. Bombs Over Baghdad by Outcast, Spaghetti Junction before it and the DF interlude at the start. And man, there is no way to really underscore just the impact that this record had on popular music. Is there, Dan? Yeah, I think it's still being kind of heard today, you know, and I, I, an album like this doesn't really ever go away. It's, it's one of those truly everlasting records. Not even in hip hop record in in hip hop music, but in music in general. I think it's it's crazy. You can still hear some of the sounds that this album kind of cultivated and created in everything in in like your Lil B's, in your Kanye's, in in pretty much every facet of hip hop music. Yeah, I mean, you can hear like the electronica and the guitars. I think definitely paved the way for um, you know few bits and pieces on My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yeah, definitely. Which is also uh, 10 years old, which is pretty crazy. But I digress, we're getting a little off topic. Now, it's no secret that this record and Outcast in particular really paved the way for rap and hip-hop in the Atlanta scene and in particular pioneering the southern trap sound, which has come to dominate, I think, the hip-hop landscape in the last 20 years. You know, there would be no Migos without something like this and if you look at the space that Atlanta occupies now in the scene it is like considered the mecca of hip hop mm. so many people go to Atlanta to pursue music to start careers to sit in offices <laughs> dedicated to some sort of hip hop related activities it would be so interesting to see what an outcast album in 2020 given that current um landscape in Atlanta would sound like i it's uh, yeah, I, I really, I really don't know where or how they would have kind of fitted into that. I guess they probably wouldn't have at all, and they would have continued to kind of like crack down the walls that is that scene and make it into something that's completely their own. I mean, I think we can get kind of an example from Atlanta, the TV show. Yeah. Also dedicated to the South. Now we need to remind you again just how significant this album is. This was the bravest thing Outkast had done, the most exciting thing they'd done. Listeners and fans had no idea of really being able to prepare themselves for what was to come with this record. And it's makeup entirely made up of all of those best uh, juxtapositioning uh, themes of like really beautiful artsy stuff with these dark and not necessarily sad, but with these troubled stories that they were sharing. Their writing was at, like, the peak of their game. They'd started paving the way for, I guess, the next gen of rhyming, right, where you start to move beyond flashy cars and um, the come-up story. You start to focus on, you know, the 10, 20 years after that. Yeah, and even lyrically, they were kind of pushing themselves further and further into places that they kind of as a group hadn't really ever gone before we mentioned at the beginning that this was kind of the first dip of uh, their toes into talking about um rapping about political stances and and their kind of thoughts on the american landscape at the time and, and i think that's really significant for them as a group because obviously both of them but probably more so andre 3000 has kind of become very very headstrong with his opinions and you know rightfully so and i, I think that this is probably such an important platform for him to kind of start to realize that musically he is allowed to have an opinion on that stuff and it's really important to as well. Absolutely and if there's one thing that we'd hope you'd take away from our show today it would be that with Outcast, very very much comes these ideas of identity and location, what it means to them, how they position themselves within it and how they were able to shift and change the game in doing so and with a record like Stanconia they were able to be both have two steps in the past and the future be very retro but be very unprecedented and they changed the ideas of the old school with this ideas of the new school and you can see that on artists like Migos, Kendrick Lamar, Childish Gambino, Kanye West today they've changed the game in hip-hop. Definitely and I think their ability to toe the line um, so cautiously but also throwing you know, their um, proverbial fishing rod out into the whichever sea they kind of want to. It's it's almost, you know, hadn't been seen at that point. They they truly, truly are, you know, their own artist. And, and I would argue, like, one of the 
purest kind of artist artist at mm. least at making music at that point absolutely we're going to dip into more of the record underneath just before was explosion and coming up here good hair we got we've loved these hoes Humble Mumble featuring Erica Badu, a very spicy appearance considering Miss Jackson and Red Velvet, so don't go anywhere. This is for the record, and you're on FBI. Hey, Charlotte, let me holler at you. What's up, baby? You got some pretty hair. Aw, thank you, baby. You know, I got a little bit of Spanish in me. Girl, you ain't Spanish. That's a wine silky. Break! Language warning. From the reef to the fake eyes to the fake nails down to the toes. Ha ha ha, we love these hoes. Ha ha ha, we love these hoes. From the reef to the fake eyes to the fake nails down to the toes. Ha ha ha, we love these hoes. Ha ha ha, we love these hoes. Don't lie, you love them. If you don't, you like them hoes a whole lot. Your mama Sunday cooking turkey necks in the pot. You ready to drop your load like prop planes? Be dumping off that cocaine. You ready to turn your world from natural straight to a co-way. That whole name, Betty Big Shoes. She wore them Herman Monster heels. Pop the pill, not your in your poop the bill. Pass it to seat. I made her eat my meat while I was rubbing a coochie. Injection in her top and bottom, looks straight from a booty. Now do ray, blow me, fossil latte, not high. I'm telling the truth, you sucking your tooth, you treating her like a star boy, like a figaro in hair and bone. From jobbing her off to taking her home, she tried to pull my rubber off with a pussy muscle. That was wrong. The bitches. No good, like this begins with no tongue. You fucked around and knocked her up, and now you say she's the one. Think you dumb, you should have pulled it out and squirted it on her eyelash. And let her face be holding the baby, now she after your ass. Yeah, I told y'all niggas by goddamn taking them hoes to the cheesecake factory, letting them hoes order strawberry lemonade and popcorn shrimp. They ain't gonna do nothing but try to get all your motherfucking cheese. saying a lot of curse words on English television, much more so than in the States. I mean, you couldn't say prick or dick or bollocks. Tits, I don't think you could say tits. This next one has some strong language. 
the warning bell. Strong language coming up. One more time for y'all. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> if you didn't know, you know now. Outcast. 
stay on here. We shitting on everybody talking that bullshit. Now Peter Piper picked the pepper, that was his downfall I'm down with Dre 2000 cause he got my back, y'all Ball if you want to, but do it with some class, G Ask me, do I got some flow so you can blast me Nasty, niggas on the block, they see you shining Engineers in the studio see me rhyming Don't get me wrong, got four albums, stay consistent You got a bodyguard, I let my nigga tote the biscuit Switch your cap back, you got blood up on your fur hat Cap, cap, your link snap, you slumped up in your cap back For what though? Some diamonds in the Bentley, what you died for? I right, hope, I'ma bake my cheese and let my mic blow Prioritize the live to Tell these other niggas how you bought your kiss Tennis shoes. Let these brothers know that your mama, she got her house too. Let these niggas know that your sister wouldn't have finished college without you. I doubt you. Do that though, so do this here and keep that bullshit out of my ear. You too near me not to hear me. Open to conceal me. The love for the music, keeping big boys Velvet right there by Outcast. Let me pull this down a bit. What else did we hear? Uh, Humble Mumble, We Love These Hoes, and before that, The Good Hair Interlude. My name's Maya Bullock. I'm with Dan Gordon. We've been with you for the last hour, pretty much. And it's time for us to jump out of here and make some way for Kiki Amber on lunch to take care of you for the rest of your afternoon. It's been such a pleasure going through Stanconia with you. Such a, such a good record. Such a good listening experience. Uh, thank you to everyone that texted in. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us for the record, at fbiradio.com is the spot to do so. Or you can hit us up on Instagram. For the record, FM is the handle. You can listen back at fbiradio.com slash programs. Just click on For the Record. You'll see the full track list of everything from today. Absolutely spewing, we couldn't play the whole thing, but maybe we'll do an extended version on our podcast, which you can find anywhere you get your pods from. Just look up FBI Radio, and for the record, we'll be right there. We're going to leave you with Stanconia, Stanklov. See you next week. Make some love for Kiki Amberbo on 0409 
Just giving up the silence, making love after making love. 